On this episode of the Last King Podcast, we have the Battle of Winterfell. But first, our first impressions of Days Gone and Mortal Kombat 11. Finish him! Hey, and welcome to another episode of the Last King Podcast. I am, of course, uh, Babel D. Shafiq. <laughs> and who do I have in the studio with me today? You got Friendship Mr. Toffee right here. Friendship Mr. Toffee! Friendship Mr. Toffee! <laughs> well done. <laughs> And I don't know what reference that is. Uh, it's, it's part from two. Oh, there we go. <laughs> and in this corner, all the way weighing but a buckle nine. Buckle nine. <laughs> <laughs> mixing so many measurements. I am eccentric Tom of... I don't know, the last king. First of his name. <laughs> you can just use brutality. How Lord of that? the Lord of the One Kingdom... Uh, leaders of the nerds and uh, the incels. And Prince of the Virgins, too? There we go. <laughs> no, wait, that's... No, okay, wait, wait, House Mormont, too, right? House or... Mormont? Fuck what House Mormont. <laughs> wait, those are the... Oh, they're, they're not the cucks. They're the cockless, right? No, that's the Unsullied. There you go. Yeah. Anyway. The Mormons are Sir Friendzone and the Little Girl. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, speaking of which, they're cousins, too. What? Yeah. Uh, this is going to be an all Game of Thrones episode. No, 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 wait. We have a video game, finally, on the last Yeah, yeah, game. just a little bit of video game talk just before we get to the nitty-gritty, you know? we are still a video game podcast, even <laughs> though we've not talked about <laughs> video games in about three weeks. Don't blame us. Blame release dates yes. and developers and microtransactions and DLC. And, and games and coming out by the second half of the year. Yeah, the sure. Good stuff. Yeah. It's yeah. As, if, as if kids are in school and they have no time to play and buy these things. Yeah. When are you going to make a game for adults like us? Oh, every single game in the last 10 years? Okay. Oh, there you go. So, uh, yes, it's an extra special episode here on The Last King. We'll be talking about Days Gone, a PS4 exclusive, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, yep. it's a PS4 exclusive from the guys from Sony Interactive Entertainment Ben Studio. Or you can just call them Ben. BN? BND, yeah, BND. Mm. So, do you know what game they used to do back in the 90s? Like, just take a wild guess. Wild guess? Yep. Mm, I would say. I don't know, Raving okay. Rabbits? It's, it's <laughs> the worst game of 1996, and it was on the PlayStation 1. <gasps> um, Devil May Cry 2? <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, just to, you know. It's actually uh, Bub C3D. They, they were actually under the name called Idetic, if I recall. Okay. And they got to start making probably one of the most overshadowed, terrible games back in the day. But they kind of climbed out in the ranks pretty quick because they were responsible for the Siphon Filter series. I mean, yeah, you I remember that, that kind of. It, it was all right. It was nothing really that notable. Actually, I mean, it got. It was kind of a historical moment for PlayStation because it was your very first espionage game before Metal Gear took over the roost in that site. Yeah, but true, but. Then Metal Gear happened and nobody cared since. <laughs> uh, yeah, true, true. I how mean, many Siphon Filter up. sequels have there been? There's only been four. And how many Siphon Filter developers are hanging out with Guillermo del Toro? Good point. <laughs> so, anyway, nobody cares I about Siphon Filter. I felt so young in that segment. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of feeling young, how about we talk about someone dead? Haha, <laughs> forever young. Uh, yeah, we forever young gone. and wow. forever life. Yeah, yeah. Sure. That was Look, the most tortured segue I've heard in If you become time. a zombie at 18, you technically stay 18 forever. Uh, until the first hit shot. Until yeah. decomposition sets in, like No, you are decomposing. Well, it depends on the rules. Like if you follow Left 4 Dead rules, you're just rabid, I guess. Yeah. If you follow George Romero rules, you're just shopping apparently. Course. Yeah. <laughs> in Days Gone's perspective, I believe the rules I think they're just following uh, the Zack Snyder uh, Day of the uh, Dawn of the Dead reboot zombies. 
where they really? just run up you really really close and so that's the impression a lot of people have but speaking yeah, of first impressions let's just mention the fact that when Days Gone premiered I don't know how many E3s ago that it's was like four E3s ago when they were like basically saying oh this is what we can do with the new computing powered PS4 and yeah. I'll admit I was intrigued because that was some pretty nice looking horde mechanics and mm. also like I think a lot of people were intrigued because of the fact that when it comes to the zombie game it's like you're usually I would say Dead Rising is for a lot of people the the bar to kind of top where in, mm. in terms of being overwhelmed by the zombie horde yeah. and Days Gone kind of promised like no no wait we, we can definitely render at least a couple hundred coming right at you yeah and they have I don't know what they, they had some sort of swarm mechanic where they all seem to be just aiming for you yeah oh yeah yeah they have that yes yeah. yes yeah. I mean, as we know from Aliens Colonial Marines you can very easily fake any E3 demo <laughs> yes <laughs> But luckily, in this case, for Days Gone, I've played the review copy for, wow, 30 fucking hours of this. Yes. And I can it's simply a long say, from what I've heard. Yeah, it is. I mean, I would say unnecessarily long, unfortunately. Um, it's a that's probably one of the back point. It's more like a grind, not really a grind quest. It's like, you know, there are some <laughs> missions that could actually be shortened for like main story stuff that could have been compiled instead of having it been stretched out. Well, Ben Studio actually did like the latter. They. That's probably the only big gripe I have for this game. Like, again, it can get repetitive, it can get very grindy, especially for the main stories. But at the same time, I enjoyed playing the side stuff and I enjoyed taking down the horde, which you guys mentioned in the game. Yeah. Later on, like, at the start, you're very weak. You have limited ammo. You have basically, like, you start off as level one dude, more or less. So, so you kind of have to sneak around, avoid hordes. Dude, you can even get murdered by five freaker zombies coming at you, basically. So you What's a freaker zombie? Okay, it's just a zombie. Uh, they call them freakers in the universe. But we know oh. it's zombies, right? Because, so. uh... Is there a copyright on yeah, zombies? Probably. Not probably. really. I think they just want to call it something different. Like, I mean, I don't know because it's technically appropriation from voodoo. So I think you get in a lot of trouble if you try to trademark it. that. But also you have to understand, like, if you were to just say Google zombie right now in this day and age. Uh, no, your game does not make it to the top of the page. That's a good point. SEO, it's your friend. Now, it's, it's a good friend. We briefly mentioned the whole mechanics about how and the swarm mechanics, which look very cool. Four years ago, problem is another zombie game came out very recently, World War Z, and it's apparently for a level uh, dead knockoff, pretty damn decent, and it also has swarm mechanics, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which look pretty good. Have you played uh, World War Z? I've only seen a little bit and so far it's something that I could get by, you know? I mean, because yeah. again, it's... Come on, we kind of need to have our left for that fix in the future anyway, right? Yeah, and something sure. new is all good. But I'll give two shakes for Days Gone because, again, two single player... Two, two, uh, Days Gone... Two, uh, Days <laughs> Gone itself has like... Um, what's a really... I'm mean, again, single player mode. It's something that you can just take your time playing, you know, as you, as you discover like the lush wilderness of the pacific northwest uh, i thought you were about Portland, to say the Oregon. lush <laughs> wilderness of the zombie <laughs> no no they'll, they'll rip your face off yeah I, okay. there's nothing pretty about that so i mean like basically how robust is the campaign mode i mean is it something worth spending your time in or i mean is there any multiplayer competitive like, oh option? no there's no multiplayer it's this just you versus you can play them offline you versus them with the mm. encampments you team up with and you know you help out through the story mode and you, the more you help them out in the main and the side quest the more bonuses you get you earn their trust I think there's up to three levels of it. You get better equipment to take down the horde. And you kind of need to do this because the horde gets bigger, the zombies get tougher, you even get werewolves. No, sorry, not werewolves, sorry. Uh, where 
okay, zombie dogs and uh, zombie bears chasing after you. And, zombie bears? Yeah, that's and zombie not... cougars as well running Look, around. That's the, not wear anything. The, the official term is zombears. Okay, zombears. Use zombies. the right bears. nomenclature. And do you face any zombinis? <laughs> no, no, no. But at the same Where did that come from? <laughs> Zombiegles, yeah. Oh, God. It came to my head and I was very proud of it. Okay? Well done, sir. <laughs> so, yeah, you kind of need these high-powered weapons to take down the other tougher hordes later in the game because, um, again, it's just something you want to do to clear out the map because you cannot do fast traveling unless you clear up, like, nest where the zombies hang out, basically. Okay, that's... I quite like that mechanic, forcing you to explore and yeah. do shit. Mm. Yeah, you have to explore well, and do shit a lot. And when you mm. check out, like, the abandoned places, sometimes you get... You'll probably get mugged by a marauder or a raider or two, you know, like one of those cultists running around called the Rippers. With your Wait, you didn't mention marauders or rapers? Rippers, or Rippers. What's going on? Oh, Rippers. Yeah, yeah. I, no Rapers in this no, game? No, they probably would, you know. If I'm already not interested. <laughs> I mean, they probably will, you know, you never know. No rape, zero out of ten. <laughs> you know what's the problem with zombie games? Not enough rape. <laughs> I'm sure there is. Talk yeah. about box quote. <laughs> That's... Shafiq, not enough rape. There's the back of the box game material right there. Back of the box? Yes, sir. <laughs> That's where you usually put it in. <laughs> anyway, boys. Uh, so, <laughs> calm down. <laughs> uh, John, what does this do differently? That's the thing. It kind of really doesn't do anything too different. It's like, you go into this, this, show, this game as a uh, lone wolf kind of character together with his biker pal. Stuff happens and you kind of have to go out on your own to basically survive, basically. I would say this mm. is like the best walking game, walking dead game that isn't done by Telltale game or... I mean, has there been any good walking dead game as of late? Apart from the Telltale nope. stuff? No, first one. Oh yeah, first one was, was kind and of And there you go. This is probably the only like non-walking dead game that's pretty good and actually captures that spirit. Like, but here's the thing. You can't just say Walking Dead. If you want to say zombie game, where does this rate amongst the pantheon? I would actually rate this like along the same tier as Dead Rising 1 or 2 in this sense. Really? Because yeah, oh. Dead Rising 1 and... Uh, don't get me wrong. There are flaws with Days Gone, which I mentioned before. The repetition, the story being way too long, and there's quite a lot of technical bits here and there. Like, load, long load times and even weird shit where we have flying zombies happening in your cutscenes and stuff. I mean, bugs lah, basically, for a game that's been made for yeah. four years or so. But, but I mean, the thing is, you're comparing it to something like, say, Dead Rising. Mm -hmm. So Dead Rising at least has uh, what's going for it was... I mean, the, the main thing about Dead Rising was it was just so goofy and over yeah. the top. Yeah, the crazy uh, yeah. things that you make just by experimenting. What happens if I stick this together? Yeah, this? like the crafting oh. was fun. Yeah. This one is but, actually well, like, taken what more is... seriously lah, because the story is meant yeah, to be presented. But does that work? I mean, like when you switch the tone that way, is it like, because the thing is, like Dead Rising was definitely encouraging players to just have fun and to experiment. Mm -hmm. Whereas something like this was... I think it's trying to be like a survival horror with horde mechanics. Well, right, I wouldn't say survival because you don't need to drink halfway through when you're walking around the game. No, but true, but you do run out of bullets very easily. Oh yeah, you run out of bullets, you run out of crafting materials, you kind of have to scavenge for yeah. a lot of things. Doesn't really happen much in the end game, like the last 10 hours, but... In the you early get overpowered really quickly? Well, yes, in the earlier parts, yes, in the middle as well too. Again, like the random okay. stuff that happens, you mostly will have to, f to, to just run away instead of just confronting enemies. It's just that when you open well, okay. up like tier 3 weapons or tier 5 weapons, that's when things get... You, they kind of work to your favor now lah. Especially when you have like a little side quest, you have to defeat all the hordes on in the entire Portland, Oregon-ish map, you know? Okay, uh, so I think my last question will definitely be, what's the challenge? The challenge is basically just fighting the hordes, like I mentioned. Survival, getting through a lot of things, um, 
So it's very repetitive? Or does, is there any sense of satisfaction of, like leveling actually, up? Actually there is. And, like, actually... When I'm actually wandering around in the single player bits, you know, when not doing the main story, that's when uh -huh. I have the most fun. Like just surviving and trying to see what's in that house only to find out there are a bunch of like little baby zombies coming after you. Aww. I mean, they're, 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 they're cute until they bite your face off in hordes and stuff. Are they literal yeah, babies? Yeah, well, they're literal children, not babies. So you're basically shooting Zero children in this game. <laughs> not real zombie babies. Uh, okay, zombie children, zombie no. children. I'm sorry, again, I need to correct you boys. The official nomenclature is zombies. 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 Zombies? Zombies. Zombies? But it's still pretty know. unnerving to shoot a child, basically, point blank, even if it's like a freaking nah, I, I, I get child. I get over that very quickly, you know? That, that That's your pastime. Uh, yes! <laughs> and you also play video games. <laughs> Oh, I but, can't but, but for wait the, but for, we talk about child murder But later. for people who kind of <laughs> want to see like the drama and this stuff, I think you can actually find a lot of that in this game, especially if the bugs don't All come right. into play, you know? That's when your immersion breaks like, when you're actually experiencing the story mode and everything. When the technical bits so, happens here and there, you know, like little jank mm -hmm. going on, you know? like so Not just clipping, we're more talking like flying clipping characters and... Characters not looking at you when they talk sometimes. It's just weird. Do you exploit these uh, bugs in any way? Uh, not that I know of. I mean, I haven't seen anything on YouTube where you can exploit no. money and stuff. Everything seems cut and dry, like very proper when you're doing the side stuff, when you're doing the main well, action stuff. Well, it did stuff. take them, what, four E3s to get this out finally. So it was, what, four-year development? Maybe slightly more? Yeah. I yeah. mean, well, obviously it was in development for, well, hopefully. I think it was in development in 2015. Um, yeah, 2015. Right? Yeah, four mm. years. So about four years... And so far, good try. Because good try. like, like I have my 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 suspicion is basically they had the trailer first, oh, then yeah. they made the game. What you mean, like Anthem? Like every other game nowadays, apparently. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's definitely better than Anthem. But, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> it's dude. That's not saying yeah. much. Yeah, seriously, getting kicked in the balls is better than Anthem. <laughs> good point. Yeah, mm. but but I but I, okay. but I do want to give this game some credit. It does quite a number of things right, despite using the zombie uh, action adventure game trope because again yeah. it feels good i actually enjoy it most of the fighting especially when it gets to the later part of the game but the problem the big hurdle again is like early on you're not going to get impressed by the eight hours or the nine hours and a lot of people will probably get pissed off halfway through when they pay like 60 70 sing for a game like this and it only turns out that oh the best bits happens when it's like what maybe 15 hours into the game well to be fair people say the same thing about final fantasy and that's a highly regarded series. True, but the thing is, the first 15 is actually a very lengthy but very elaborate tutorial. Whereas this feels like, nah, you gotta grind 15 hours and then once you hit your first bracket of unlockables, then things open uh, up. There's an argument about that. Like, um, like games like Persona 5, they're actually doing their best to put the fun stuff like in the first 3-4 hours before you go knee yeah, deep in about 50 hours in. But I have to be fair, like, I mean, this is something you will have to actually invest some time in exploring i can't really recommend like a full price for it maybe give it time when you can work out the technical issues here and there so don't buy day one wait, wait for, for sale, sale wait for the big update i believe there's a big update happening in june where they add in like a uh, much harder mode like i think it's called survival mode if i recall and some challenges mm, basically yeah. like oh fight this cougar fight two bears at the same time with limited ammo or something so what's the cougar's name <laughs> <laughs> I want to know the best names, actually. That's well, a lot like, more interesting. Hello there, a I couple of I think it's called the Rager in this one. Or something. <laughs> Rager, oh, the <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> It's a cute name until it starts biting your face off. 
Sure. Everything is cute till it starts yeah. biting you, John. <laughs> <Anyway>. Ouch. <laughs> ouch. Uh, yeah, that's what you're saying. <laughs> speaking of painful, yet... Speaking of dying but coming back for the second round, <laughs> we're going to be talking about Mortal Kombat 11. Yay! There's been 11, 11 of these, of these fun, <laughs> more, fluffy, surely. violent Definitely games. more. Yeah, 11 numbered. There's been, there's been side... What, what do you call those things? Uh, offshoots and spin-offs and yeah, yeah, yeah. and a movie the two movies and a bunch of animated shows <laughs> and a bunch of animated shows with yeah. no fatalities but anyway Mortal Kombat comes uh, screaming onto consoles and PC uh, as of a week ago yeah week uh, both you and both Shafiq and I have been playing this for quite a while right and what are your thoughts Shafiq you know what it's a Mortal Kombat game but it feels kind of eh it does not impress, it does not do anything totally different, and the thing is, I would have totally forgiven it if it wasn't for the fact that it kind of feels like they're embarrassed of themselves now. Huh. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because there's a sense of, whereas when Mortal Kombat 9 came out, it was definitely riding on the rails of Street Fighter 4 and the second and the third wave, sorry, of fighting games, which is back in 2008-2009. And you know what? It was fun just to see them, hey, they're back! Yeah. And the thing is, right, gimmicks intact, fatalities, seeing it on the big screen in tournaments, like, this is exactly what it was like in the 90s, children. It was a great opportunity for, like, the older gentlemen, such as myself, to say, like, oh, we used to have this game which was ultra-violent. Like, you kids have your GTA? Ha! Huh. Politicians, when I was a kid, they were talking about this fucking yeah, game. Yeah, the first and the second game, And when game, they saw yeah. it... A lot. Yeah, and like, when they... This is the game that created the ESRB. Yep. Yes! One-off. <laughs> yeah. And it's very hard to convince kids that of that because they look at it like, yeah, so? Because the thing is, right, I think... I wouldn't say that the gimmick has worn out as welcome, but I would say more along the lines of... Yeah, it, this wasn't supposed to last this long. Yeah, and yet somehow it did, yeah. Where Mm, it has its fans. It has its fans. Like we are two clicks away on Reddit from beheading videos. <laughs> that went dark very unnecessarily fast. Yeah. But thank you for but reminding I think that's us. That's why all the fatalities uh, from part nine onwards have become a bit more quote unquote realistic to say the least. Like no ten guns yeah, coming out from is, a guy's head or something when you uppercut their faces off. I mean it's, it's nice to see that when you dis disembowel somebody and it's kinda anatomically accurate. Like but uh, yeah, but this is Mortal Kombat. It's supposed to be big dumb fun. Yeah, which, uh, here's the thing, like, I'm a man who loves me some funny gore. Sure. Like, yeah, we all, we all do. do. Yeah, like... The, Sometimes I, sexy gore. Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> the curb stomping in Halloween. Or the human sex Latin from Halloween. Those weren't funny. Those were actually quite brutal and serious. You are a sick individual, sir. Oh, piss <laughs> off with that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I laughed too. <laughs> yeah. Basically, because the fully walk was fantastic. When it becomes realistic, it does become a bit unsettling because I'm not that far gone mm. yet. But I mean, is it basically because you kind of... It has to kind of straddle the, that fine line between fun and, okay, a little bit inappropriate. Yeah, like, fun is someone having their brain uppercut out of their skull. Yes. Not fun is the kid holding his guts and crying mama at the beginning of Saving Private Ryan. Mm. I, th I found that kind of fun too, actually. Well, yeah, but you're also uh, varying levels of morality at play here on this uh, podcast. Uh, but anyway, yes. yes, but I do agree with you because it does kind of seem to me that Mortal Kombat has um, realized what it has become, and it has realized that not so much that the gimmick has worn its welcome, but more along the lines of like we used to be the game that shocked people with over-the-top violence, and over-the-top violence is kind of not hard to achieve anywhere. Yeah. 
So it becomes more along the lines of, okay, where else could they go? I mean, because it was pretty much obvious that in Mortal Kombat 9 and 10, the only direction was to be, fine, we, we need to be a serious fighting game. We need to, to be up point, there along with Street I mean, Fighter. still got the yeah. colorful ninjas. To a point, we need to be kind of competitive. We need to be able to, if we're not selling uh, games to new fans, or like even if the Die Hard collection is like kind of shrinking, or maybe you know, it's yeah, the same yeah. bunch of guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, but how do we, you know, up the ROI? How do we, you know, like, entice new people? Ah, let's be, like, tournament standard. Let's be, like, you know, very competitive. It kind of worked. You know, it gave us guys like Sonic Fox and Perfect Legend, which was, like, yeah. fun for a while. But they've branched off into I other I think they're still, they're still going back like to Mortal Kombat if, they, if the time comes, because they need that money anyway, right? The sweet, sweet price money. Yeah, true that. But, I mean, like, the thing is, I also kind of appreciate the fact that NetherRealms and, like, the studio and... I think it's Warner, Warner Brothers, Brothers right? Warner Brothers. Yeah, Warner I mean, like, yeah, they distribute right? and publish it. They're, they're the big parent company yeah, yeah. over everything. I mean, the thing is, when they are involved in the tournament scenes, they give the biggest pots. Because, mm. like, yes, you can kind of be cynical and say, like, we want to sell games, but also at the same time, it's like they really wanted to support the scene because they understood uh, the necessity of, like, you know, creating and developing the fan base. Yeah, I mean, I would say from the fighting games I've watched, not played, because mm. I suck hard at them. <laughs> Uh, it's great that you finished that <laughs> yep. just in time. Suck hard on who? Anyway, yeah, exactly. Uh, and I would say Mortal Kombat is the most naturally cinematic yeah, of the games I've seen, which doesn't necessarily mean it's the most fun to watch because I would say the most fun I had was that Tekken, the Tekken game, yeah, mm. where that was just pure skill, pure uh, juggling, and yeah, yeah, rather than like having to wait fifteen seconds for the person like to remember the fatality combination. <laughs> Nobody does that in tournaments unless you're. A yeah. <laughs> or you really, really hate that motherfucker. <laughs> Which is what we always look forward to when it mm-hmm. comes to evil. Mm. But I know, what about your thoughts, John? What do you think of Mortal Kombat 11? It's actually the sequel to Mortal Kombat yeah. 10. <laughs> wow! Thank you for helping me with that. Yeah, there you go. lost. Because it's not, like, I mean, uh, this might be a kind of a tangent discussion I'll have with John, but I say this is not a Mortal Kombat, this is not a Mortal Kombat game. Oh. It hasn't been a Mortal Kombat game since 4. Ah yes, I think you. I think I know okay. what you mean. Um, you know what I mean. Like there's the classic Mortal Kombat games and the specific vibe and the specific aesthetic, and then this feels like a fighting game that has you know Mortal Kombat mm-hmm. slapped on it. So it's kind of like wearing the skin suit. Um, oh yeah, the literal <laughs> skin for some <laughs> the characters. Skin suit yeah. <laughs> exactly. You are definitely on point with the, <laughs> the analogies tonight. There you go. Yeah. So, so I, I don't know. No, I feel that this is actually a pretty decent entry. I mean, again, I played. Part 9, 10, you know, like, checked out the serious scene a bit here and there. And I kind of enjoyed how they split up the bars this time. Like, instead, of, instead of just sharing, like, three bars to your supers, now you've got, like, your offense meter and your defense meter. And Which is basically yeah, Street Fighter really 4. It's got a revenge that, meter. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, yeah. it needed that. Because there's a lot of gimmicks where basically, like, in Part 10 especially, where you can just eat a combo and you can just get one touch of death, more or less. Like, in your Marvels of Capcom. Yep, definitely. In Mortal Kombat 11, there's a chance for you to get out of that. So at least some people actually bait you for this shit, more or less. Which is the combo breaker from Killer Instinct. Yeah, yeah. It feels more like... Um, yeah, I think they just improved upon like your combo breakers in Mortal Kombat 9 and 10. I mean, mm-hmm. they made, they give you more defensive options. And yeah, there's I mean, a bit more footsie-related, per se. If you're going to copy homework, you copy it from uh, the smart kids. Yeah, yeah copy definitely. it from the smart kids. All, yeah. The ones who are definitely making money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, no. Killer Instinct isn't making money. No, it's <laughs> no Killer Instinct is dead now. I think it had its, it had its time in sense of And who amongst the last king owns an Xbox One again? Oh, um, same here. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't own it. No, wait. I, I, <laughs> yes, you I, did. I sold it off. Yeah. 
I, no, anyway. I sold it off, so there you go. You sold off your Xbox One? Well, I need. Well, it's not. It's, yeah. like, it's paperweight, dude. Plus to I buy PlayStation games. 4 games. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, anyway, you, got, you got a PC, you don't really need an Xbox. It's one. available on Steam if you want to play one character. Yes. Sure. <laughs> Go for it. I'm sorry, Killer Instinct. You tried. We, we, we gave you a chance, but... Oh, so this is how you gonna, how we buy the Your game? Your soundtrack still lives on. It was the best. So Sure. But like, think of it this way. You want to you learn a fighting game? You got to buy one character at a time? Cool. Mm. That, that's how it works. Yeah. And how do I practice against another guy? Oh. Yeah, sure. You gotta pay for the whole shit. Tournament. Yeah. Or you have to wait for that time when that guy online plays that character. Mm-hmm. Instead of you just using it with the game that you paid for. <laughs> See how that doesn't work, Killer Instinct? It's a fighting game. You need to give us the variety. You need to give us a roster to practice against. Yes. It, At least a basic work roster. When you have the yeah. roster immediately, hint, hint, Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Tom. You're sh- uh-huh. Guns blazing. He's on fire tonight. Uh, okay, but well, okay. Let's do this. Um, so, Mortal Kombat 11, I think, is a game that has no idea what its identity is, and is very much aware of like uh, this. They have this dilemma. It already has where, its identity. It's supposed to be the Injustice 2 replacement for Evo, more or less, <laughs> with the block button. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that pretty much it is. I mean, and for an imitation or replacement game, it's actually still pretty decent and kind of fun if you're yeah. into that Western fighting game. But I don't know because the thing is, right? Like, let's be super honest about it. Like, okay, a thing like Street Fighter is ubiquitous. Everyone around the world plays it, even though Street Fighter Five kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. It still has a very healthy and a very strong following and tournament scene. Mm-hmm. You can't, you can't deny it. Like, kids in Japan are playing it. Moral Combat. Who's playing it again? It's only America. America's Bingo. only playing it. Yeah. And who wants to compete against America in fighting games? Nobody. Mm. Who cares? <laughs> They're like the weird dude that flexes in the gym. Like, yeah, come at me, bro. And everyone's yeah. just like, no. Let me think about it this way. You lost basically I mean, like a holiday for Japanese people to go there and get trophies. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, that is in true. In Las Vegas, that is true. too. <laughs> hey, Tokido like got that. his like, first um, trophy in years, I believe. Like, Sorry? In an evil. I think it was one of his first few evils he won, actually. The last cool. few years. Uh, Tokido, Tokido. Yeah, Tokido won two years ago. Wait, who's, who's the winner now? Is the English guy, right? Uh, yeah, uh, the British Problem guy. Um, Problem X. Yeah, Problem X. Yeah. Well, well done, England, for winning Street Fighter. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, let me ask you, John. What can Mortal Kombat do now? Because the thing is, they're kind of, I wouldn't say desperate to expand the fan base, but I think they're definitely clinging at straws as to what to do next. Because there is, like, okay, I kind of admire the fact that they want to be kind of more tournament and competi- uh, competitive savvy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But also at the same time, they don't want to totally disregard where they came from. So fatalities are always going to be there. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the Easter eggs and the secrets. I mean, yeah, and definitely. I think and one fire, fair praise I have for Mortal Kombat in general is for a fighting game, that's a pretty good single player story campaign for some reason. Like, it's among the best. And I was like, I don't care about story. It's but actually kind of fun to play through. I mean, for Mortal Kombat 9, it was more like nostalgia. Game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's a fine fighting game. But the single player is kind of good for a reason. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for a fighting game thing, actually, it turns out all right. It's basically NetherRealm's thing. I mean, if your fighting game isn't going to be heavily used in competitions, at the very least, have all this single player mm. stuff for you to play through. And I think they delivered that with the combat crypt, I believe. Like your regular oh, mode, yeah. so you can win stuff. I remember stuff, that. That was fun. Less. 
scripts, fun bits, and um, but, yeah, like, the, the story mode. So like this you is what I really want to get at. The thing is, right, until Evo, we can't really tell whether the the scene is declining or maybe there's a, I don't know, a steady like you know solid. Uh, player base for com- competitive. We should just call okay. it for what it is. It's still a replacement for the past Netherrealm game. You know, which like, is Injustice. Too. Yeah, whoever played Injustice Two, like who are the pros are for They're gonna that. just slide over to this. Yeah, they just need to remember. Oh, I I, I press a button to block now. You know that sort of thing. Which shouldn't be hard. Yeah, but yeah. also at the same time, is like, do you see a new generation of MK like fans? Is this gonna like, like how it inspired us back in the day? Like, you know what? Games can be this crazy. Sure. You know, you can rip heads off eat people's hearts I want more of this whereas like I would say like you know if a kid was to see Mortal Kombat it'd be like something very quaint to him mm-hmm. you know like especially after a game like Outlast or whatever like yeah, yeah this is oh, it's, it's well, here's the thing uh, most kids now are playing two games Fortnite and Dota 2 like, you mean Apex Legends and Dota 2 no no one's playing Apex Legends anymore what happened it kind of went down EA downhill paying people to play Apex Legends <gasps> no seriously it's now down to 20,000 current viewers on Twitch. There's less people playing this because, you know, popularity wanes after the game peak. Yeah, because they've done nothing to update it. There's been like one new game. I mean, there is an announcement so, like the past week, but we'll, we don't know whether that's, that's going to so give everybody jump out to Fortnite. Yeah, because Fortnite has about a, a thousand people working on it on constant crunch. Mm. So there's like a new gun every week, a new character every week, new skins. They've got the end game tie-in and at the expense of people working way too much overtime than they should oh yeah they're killing people but hey so is every (laughs) other company so you know who cares capitalism is killing everybody where do you work again Tom? (laughs) never mind (laughs) Uh, back back, back to the violence so this is what I'm getting (laughs) back to the violence violence. (laughs) speaking of violence back to the violence anyway John I mean like what are your thoughts on this do you think that Mortal Kombat is definitely looking for its footing now especially after all these it years. It is definitely trying its footing. I mean, it really is, I mean, trying its best. But here's the thing. Samurai Showdown is coming out in the middle of this year. Which is what I'm kind of worried about because what are you going to do differently? Exactly. And I God knows how many other fighting games are getting their updates. Like, maybe Street Fighter Five might get the Season 4 update that everyone has been clamoring for, more or less. Oh, wow. A character. Well, five, six characters. <laughs> but uh, you, you get what I mean, right? Oh, wow. Six yeah. characters which would be unlocked over a period yeah, of time. Yeah. Where a cash incentive if you want to get it right sure. now. Sure, yeah. Unlock all the skins, and if you buy it right now, you get the special evil stage. Mm. It's helping cool. Capcom, which so nobody plays on because everybody uses the practice mm-hmm. stage. You might know, be fantastic oh. if this up- the update only came out on the Epic Store. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, mm-hmm. <laughs> that'll be funny. You just give me an aneurysm. <laughs> Yes, I'm slowly killing my co-hosts. Okay, here we go. This is how he takes over, boys. <laughs> Don't let him. So, I mean, what are your thoughts, uh, Thor? What are we going to do in Mortal Kombat? What can we do in I Mortal Kombat? I think, again, I guess it has to go through the DLC route, more or less like every other single fighting game. Which is every video yeah, game right much. now. Because, yeah, that's how you supplant the second wa- the second phase of, uh, you know, uh, things to deliver to your project. This isn't going to attract mm-hmm. Japanese gamers to playing this game because... No at nah. all. But at the very least, if it's keeping Europeans and Americans happy in that esports scene, because the, the I'll mm. be honest with you, the mechanics seem a bit more sound. There's less abuse of combos compared to like part ten and part nine. And yeah, I can't really tell until I play more because basically I went online a couple of times. I still have problems with netcode, but that could be their connections. Mm. But the you'd be surprised you can jump agree. yourself to victory in this game because no one's using the defensive options that much. 
I think if they're using that, yeah. Sure. <laughs> Don't reveal the pro tips now. <laughs> yes. I want to rank up, sir. <laughs> anyway, but you can jump kick. Since Mortal yeah, Kombat 2. two yeah. <laughs> the tactic yeah. still works. Nobody knows how to block it. Uh, but I would say also, if we had to do another one, where could they go? I don't think they have... I think they might be tapped out of ideas, more or less. Because I think the story mode actually ended how... It just basically is like re-canon, re... Um, it's a... What's the word they call it? A reboot, the story, more or less. You know, like... They're just revising the canon over and over again. You know what? I think they should go the other way with the costumes. Make everyone naked. Sure. Like, everyone. Yes. Just full-on dongs and tits <laughs> swinging everywhere. That would be amazing. Jiggle physics, yeah. <laughs> Yes, she got physics for everybody. Oh man, imagine Goro's four pronged dick swinging <laughs> right at you. Mm. Guys, can we? Edit? But that's about it. I mean, sure. the, the furthest you can go is basically just add in like the time. I mean, Mortal Kombat 10 added in like the horror characters like uh, the Xenomorph and the Predator. So, guest characters are definitely the way to go. I'm sorry, Mortal Kombat didn't add them. Parent company Warner Brothers yes, insisted that we expanded okay, the brands. Sure, sure. <laughs> How dare you, sir? Why don't we spin them off into their own fighting game? Wouldn't that be Actually, cool? Oh wait, who was the predator now? Disney. Disney. Shit! <laughs> Can't do that anymore now. Ah, uh, wait. Who owns the alien uh, again? Disney, right? Fox, Disney. Disney. God damn it! Okay, wait. Freddy Krueger, we still have. We still got Jason. Uh, right? Freddy, Jason, uh, Leatherface. Hmm. I think that's about it. <laughs> Michael Michael Myers maybe yes yeah. Michael Myers is he I thought he's Paramount ah who can remember who gives a shit who gives a shit Jamie yeah. Lee Curtis like, he be the most <laughs> he be the most OP character in a fighting game because he just doesn't die <laughs> like knockout oh no he's up again no wait that's all of them they yeah. all come back to life for their yeah. sequels but at least Jason waits to come back. <laughs> <At> least, sure <laughs> okay anyway so. What are your thoughts, Mortal Kombat 11? Uh, Upon 11. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll give it like a solid 7 out of 10. It's still a decent game. A solid I mean, 7, it improves a lot on 10. part 10 and part 9 because of mechanics differences and everything. And I still have fun with mm. the story mode. I mean, it's, it's I mean, especially with all the different Sub-Zeros and different Johnny Cages meeting each other for the first time. It gets a bit goofy in that sense. I, I still... that it, no. it has that balance... Compared to part 10, it still has that goofy and serious factor like balanced out because for every silly um for every serious mode they have in like the story they you still have kind of goofy fatalities with some you know like serious shock gore into it you know sure definitely that's what and, we all um, want again mercy make a comeback and um, if i think there are probably other secrets that are in the game that we haven't discovered you know there's someone just figured mm. out that apparently you can actually have the tosi guy coming up but i'm not sure how but you can in part 11 like back in the day what was it again I'll yeah, yeah i right? start yeah yeah <laughs> so uh, my thoughts on Mortal Kombat eh, I kind of agree with you I mean I would give it kind of 6 upon 10 it is a fighting game it is a fighting game that's functional and that works and if you're a fan of 9 and 10 it's kind of more of the same so you know what you won't be disappointed but you won't be you know I would say no surprises here You know, and I'm not saying that they're delivering the same product again there is an iteration yeah. iteration iteration an iteration, iteration. Sorry, Asian pronunciation. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> but uh, if you already own 9 and 10, it's, you know, if you want to complete your collection, see <sighs> how I use the Ks there? <laughs> Go ahead, get this one. But I will also say, um, don't expect to be playing it with anybody. Oh, really? 
There's really no one playing. It's pretty hard it's to find like, people. I mean, Street Fighter, for comparison, yeah. I can find a match with Street Fighter Five. There in about is no five online scene of guys who are training their damn just to beat you in tournament. It's like, sure, it, there'll definitely be that one or two guys, but most of the time it's just like, yeah, you own a more. Yeah, Kombat chances game. are you're fighting someone from France or from America, from Singapore sure. or from Malaysia. Enjoy the lag. Yeah, all playing some students high off the. <laughs> which is the only time I've ever played a Mortal Kombat game. I think there's also the problem with Mortal Kombat's logo because they made it look like yeah, a MK2. Again. Damn yeah. it. This yeah. is not my MK2. Because XI just looks dumb. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Romans. I burned your numerical <laughs> system. Mortal Kombat. Sure. <laughs> That's how we say it in Chinese. Sure. <laughs> Mortal Kombat. Sure. Uh, anyway, so there sure you go. Thing, and now, <laughs> let's talk about... We're going to be talking about something even more exciting. Speaking of things coming back to life. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That, that segue works. It's the same segue. <laughs> okay. So, um, as we've been doing on the last game here for the past two weeks... Yeah, we're doing a, a play-by-play for Game of Thrones because we got them up that SEO somehow. Yep. And HBO Go app is expensive. We need to get our money's worth. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've already got my money's back because I watched the entirety of Silicon Valley. Oh, was the it, season, the latest yeah. season just came out, was it? Yeah, I nice. fucking love it. It's a fun show, it's a fun okay. show. It's like if Big Bang Theory were good. funny. <laughs> was good. <laughs> good. I, I like the first characters. answer. Characters. Yeah. yeah. There you go. So, we'll be talking about uh, the most highly anticipated uh, zombie battle since uh, the last one, I guess. <laughs> well, like the first proper one. Well, I guess Hard Home kind of counts. Okay. So this is the biggest zombie moment since Hard Home. And for all of you Walking Dead uh, fans out there, just don't. Just just, just go away. You had your moment. Yeah. Sure. No, you never had your moment. That's the thing. No, you had season one. Season one that's was the it. only oh, yeah. good season. Like, it started. And then mm-hmm. that's it. Yeah. And then they convinced us to, like, pay attention yeah. to these characters. So anyway, we're going to be talking about Game of Thrones. And, uh, yes, uh, definitely spoilers are plenty are heading your way. So yeah, if you have not seen the episode, too bad. Well, also... How did you manage to avoid all these spoilers? Because it's literally everywhere on Twitter and Facebook and Reddit. And just in the streets, people are just shouting things at you. <laughs> people bending Facebook friends because, oh, they just mentioned one little detail about Game of Thrones or something. Speaking of spoilers, I know this is a tangent, but did you hear about the guy in Hong Kong who got beaten up for spoiling <laughs> Oh, yes, I Serves heard of that. Right. Yeah. Serves him right. Yes, fuck yeah. Okay, here the last Some- king, we have only one rule. Don't be a dick. Yeah. <laughs> Some proper try justice yeah. for that <laughs> asshole. So, you guys seen uh, episode 3, uh, the battle... I mean, it's called the Long yep. Night, if I recall. Was it the... No, it's called the Battle for Winterfell. The Battle for Winterfell. Mm-hmm. So, what do you guys feel about mm-hmm. it? I mean, the actual from beginning to end, like how it was shot, how it was directed. Isn't the Long Night what John has called the chin? <laughs> yeah. what the no, that's what his day calls it. <laughs> <laughs> that's what she said, huh? <laughs> Yeah. It was a long night. It's the only long yeah. thing. Oh, a long <laughs> thing right in her. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Stop, stop. We're stop be it. Talk- He's already dead. Winterfell. <laughs> it's the opposite of Winterfell. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. yeah. So the direction of the whole uh, fight and everything. So, I mean, like, okay, let's say again, spoilers a are lot plenty. Of them. And since the entire episode is just the battle, there's yeah. not much of a build-up. There's a little bit of a build-up about people yeah, getting... Yeah, we had the build-up. It's called the last episode. And then there was like those, those quick five minutes of people just passing swords to each other. Like, here they come. <laughs> Are you ready? Yep, yep. Here we go. And it happens. Yeah, and so. also I love that the first words of this episode were, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> 
Talk about being on fucking brand, Dolores Ed, R.I.P. <laughs> oh, saying it to Sam Tarly. Oh, yeah, yeah, he also bought it, right? Yeah. Speaking of who bought it, I called it twice! I knew it! Theon would go, and the little shitty girl would go. Did ah, you really hate that little died. girl? I mean, despite all the... I didn't hate her, but she. J- I just wanted to <laughs> shut up. Yeah. <laughs> and then she got, got the gate! Got the gate! Oh, shut up. <laughs> but, you know, she went out in a baller-ass way, so... I was hoping she would have gone out Attack on Titan style with the giant <laughs> just bit her in half. You know, like, that yeah. would've been cool. That would've been sweet, and then when she comes back as a wife, it's just like the top half, like, flailing about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's still asking you to guard the gate, she's yeah. dragging along. But, but anyway. Yeah, I would say that this is the first episode which goes longer than 70 minutes, because mm-hmm. I think only Battle of the Bastards went on longer than an hour. Yeah, around this. Yeah, so this was 80 minutes, and... Oh boy, was this an intense ride for 75 minutes. It was definitely a ride. It had its ups, its downs, it peaks, and then it kind of plateaued and got boring for a bit. And then the ending, which we'll all discuss all together. Let's not go there straight away. But maybe round table again. John, your thoughts. Why did they send the cavalry first? Why did they send the Dothraki first? (laughs) Why? You kind of send your footmen out, you know, at the start of the entire battle. I mean, Tom, you can kind of agree with me, right? Why, if all the fights oh, yeah. happening that the John and Daenerys have experienced, why would they do the like the first rookie yeah. mistake like for these kind of fights? This is <laughs> this is the moment I was created for. Tom, your rebuttal. <laughs> oh wait, your approval. Yeah, my approval. So speaking as one, a history nerd, and two, as a yes, 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 yes. Let's get it on. I have to remind people in case this is the first time they're listening. This is eccentric Tom's uh, historically (laughs) accurate war time. Mm -hmm. Okay. So speaking of my long knowledge of fantasy battles, (laughs) sure. Um, Haven't fought in all but two. (laughs) Yeah. Um. Yeah, you don't put your cavalry first. And then your siege engines in front of the people with the yes. pointy sticks and the shields. Do you know what pointy sticks and shields are good for? Being the first. Keeping people away yeah. from the sensitive <laughs> stuff. So like, think of it like a porcupine or a hedgehog. Wait, wait. Here's the thing. Whose idea was this again? Apparently a seasoned commander of the Night's Watch. <laughs> you know there nothing, you go. <laughs> yeah, you know literally nothing. This is proof that Jon Snow is a fucking moron. Who has his shit literally handed to him? Yeah, that auntie fucker. Privileged <laughs> ass motherfucker doesn't know how to handle like basic military strategy. <laughs> Who put him in charge again? Nobody. Everybody just died. Because his <laughs> because his daddy was both, someone. Both his daddies. Yeah, both his daddies. His were, daddies was his girlfriend's brother. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, family trees tend to look more like vines when it comes to royal families, <laughs> especially in Game of Thrones. Yeah. It so, opened. of course, we know why it happened because cinematically it made uh, for a nice scene to have the Dothraki charge, thinking, yeah, this is awesome. Oh, fuck. But oh, I, w- I would also say it's um, somewhere along the lines where like the writers felt like, oh, we needed to kind of uh, declare the strength of what they were up against. Yeah. So what better way than to wipe mm-hmm. out the, the, the strongest thing? Because we all remember the Dothraki raids from like season 1, season 2, right? Yeah, and then also the baggage train scene from last season. There you go. Which was, oh boy, still, I think, mm-hmm. my favourite moment in Game of Thrones. And just to see them get snuffed out in seconds. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> thing is, I called it. I saw the lights up and then start charging. Like, okay, watch it all get uh, just snuffed out in one go. Mm-hmm. And it happened. And 
my favorite bit of subtitling and a Game of Thrones thing when the horses start running back. Yeah. A subtitle says, Nay's horsely. Horsely? Yeah. Are you right there? Are you right there, horse? You sound a little bit hoarse. Jesus Christ, that was, that, was a, yeah. that was a good giggle before the, the fucking, like, you yeah. know, dog pile but of zombies. It actually happened with the, you know, quiet darkness, then shuffle, shuffle, mm. shuffle. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed to start your battle was fantastic. Did you, okay, did you enjoy it? Yeah. <laughs> of course. Jump scares get you hard. Yeah. <laughs> this is the first one where I got a proper. <laughs> Rock hard. <laughs> Spears <laughs> are ready. <laughs> sure. I know mine is. <laughs> you didn't mind. <laughs> As that popcorn ball flew three times in the air from <laughs> that random zombie. <laughs> popcorn, how dare you? It was a chips ball. It was chips ball. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, sure, I agree with both of you. Sending in the cavalry seemed like a dumb idea, but then this is me putting on, yeah, this is how like TV shows are made. The writer felt that, okay, once we got rid of the Dothraki, we'll establish how powerful the enemy is. And also, at the same time, we need a reason for Daenerys to get pissed off so she can ruin everything. Yeah. So, like Mike Tyson famously said, everyone has a yeah. plan until they're punched in the face. Mm-hmm. And that's the same in every military battle thing. It's a tried and true thing. You'd call it the shape. It happens in real life. You can have the most perfect battle strategy and it fails at step one because you can't control all the factors. And yeah, it was good to see it immediately just go, okay, the plan was to hold steady, draw him out. Nah, fuck it, we're committing right now because fuck it, my uh, horse boys are dying. <laughs> Your horse boys. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, we just see probably the, the best swarm, huh? zombie swarm slash mulching scene I've that seen in a amazing. long time. amazing. I loved it. And it's just, it progresses in such an amazing way. You have, you know, the initial charge where people are getting fucking slaughtered. You have... The Unsullied holding the line until they finally retreat. They have the tense moment trying to light the trench. And they manage to do it. And then they're like, oh yeah, I've got like a million of these. And they're really disposable. Just lie on the fire so the others can come on. That was brilliant. I just, yeah, I love that red end moment where they discovered, yeah, we, we can just sacrifice ourselves. We'll be fine. Yeah, Let's build that bridge right now. Genius. But also, I also like... For a cinematic effect, just that moment of all of them once they lit the trenches. Like, what's that? The red bitch name? Uh, Melisandre. Uh, Melisandre. Melisandre. Uh, when she set the thing on fire, I was like, okay, that's a cool, like you know, uh, a little bit of dramatic tension at the very last minute. But that camera cut to them just standing and staring. Yeah. It's like this this like ocean of zombies with white with blue eyes just looking at you and like that, that that's your best idea. Yeah. I would <laughs> say when it wasn't. Uh, blacked out to all hell the cinematography and God, lighting yeah, whoever of this, lit this, mm, this kind of dark no idea what's happening kind of dark but I think it's more just like the streaming bit rate is a bit iffy I think on Blu-ray it looks better it was okay for I me I believe the director for mm. this episode is uh, Miguel Sapo Chinek I'm not sure how to pronounce his name but it's called Miguel yeah, yeah. yeah the guy who's done literally all of the best yeah. episodes I don't know I mean I have a little bit I mean when it comes to like te- technical problems was definitely uh, when the ice storm started and had no idea what was going on sometimes. Which, okay, yeah, dramatic effect, cool, but we kind of want to see what's going on. Yeah, I know you got to give the audience some geography because then mm. it becomes like, are you trying to distract me or what am I supposed to be paying, paying attention to at this point of time? So, but then again, yeah, it's a... Uh, 
different strokes, I guess. It definitely oh, captured the chaotic shots. aspects of the war. Itself. Yeah, they did. Yeah. I mean, I agree with that. Yeah, totally. And we finally got some dragon on dragon uh, violence. Oh, yeah. And it was brutal. It was fine. It was I didn't right. really. I don't know. I, the part where, like, that those causes, like, raked entirely through the dragon scales, and, like, you saw, mm. like, bits hanging out, and then the face gets clawed off. No, chewed off. They're like half the neck is bitten out as well. I mean, like, the damn thing's still going. It doesn't go anywhere north of like a good Jurassic Park scene for me. I would say it's a bit more. I mean, it's airborne. Like for yeah. me, like I didn't really like the How to Train Your Dragon bits because it was basically dragons are fighting and you're just seeing poor Daenerys and John hold on for dear life. Yeah, it's like uh, you're not exactly steering right now. What is the point of you? <laughs> be there, like you're literally just a soft target. Both of you have been proven to be kind of hard to kill. You. You'd be very useful downstairs. Yeah, especially Seriously. John, who has like the best plot armor. Exactly. Basically, here's a Jon Snow survival strategy. You go towards definite certain doom. You shout at them. Someone else comes to save your ass. Bingo. It happened in Battle of the Bastards. It happened yep. in Beyond the Wall. Yep. And yes. it happened here. Mm-hmm. The dude just needs to shout at people, and they get killed by other people. Oh man. Fucking privileged ass motherfucker. <laughs> Speaking of. <laughs> well, he is a Targaryen, sir. He, he is, is the heir to the Iron Throne, technically. What I'm surprised by is that there was a part where um, the two dragons collide mm-hmm. accidentally. Accidentally. I wonder if maybe it was Danny going, oh, oops, I accidentally. Was it him and John? Yeah, I think because, like, in the snow and the, the winds, they kind of, like, got knocked into each other. I thought maybe they were trying to emphasize the fact that, like, the winds were so strong that they could throw the yeah, dragons I mean, off. You could read it ever which way you want. Mm. But uh, I think the best parts were when they finally invaded the castle of Winterfell. Yeah, once they That's breached. like the second yeah. act. And then you had all like those... Halfway through. Yeah, and then you had all the pockets of stuff going on. And then we paused for a bit for... A scene from Resident Evil 2. <laughs> <laughs> the survival horror aspect. Which, yeah. I, which, which I didn't enjoy at all because it felt like it slowed down the pace a little bit too much. And in terms of being technical again, in terms of geography, how did Arya get from there to there again? Just, why not? From the like, roof there was to the insides, I guess. She was on the reef, reef yeah. to the library. And then all of a sudden... What's happening to you? I'm turning French. And then I'm turning Scottish. Scottish. She was on the reef. And then she went to the library. And then Clagain, he went through the door. And he was like, come on, girl. And then she was like, no. <laughs> I cannot. I cannot go out. <laughs> I didn't mind the Resident Evil bits. I mean, it actually did add a bit of tension and kind of gave us pause to the fight, it you know? It did, but... It went on, I think, maybe... Ah, okay, yeah, that one I can yeah. agree on. It did, It should have It should have been cut off, like, maybe even five minutes. Like, I kind of got the point. Yes, you're good yes. at sneaking, which will explain what happens later yeah. when you sneak up on somebody. Although, I did like the whole thing of, like, drops of blood are louder than this girl when she's in full sneaky, sneaky mode. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. You know what? Uh, what's the name of that boy she stooped uh, oh Gendry that's what he said too uh, you know what even drops of blood are louder <laughs> than this girl <laughs> <laughs> yes I have achieved ultimate Shafiq I can relax now yeah oh god <laughs> I can imagine Cersei just saying right now did you bleed you, you will, will you will <laughs> you will <laughs> sorry that was Batman Please don't give. Steve. Please don't remind oh. us of BVS, please. That's that's Batman talking to his teenage daughter. <laughs> yes. Do you bleed? No. You will. So after anyway. so after the survival horror ep- uh, mode, I believe there was actually a, like a tender moment between Sansa and um, Tyrion in the crypt before the zombies start coming yeah. in. That was kind of cute. It was nice to have a bit of a you know 
uh, sort of moments where we remember that Tyrion is there being funny and Sansa is not a useless piece of work anymore. She was kind of useless. She had the dragon blade and she didn't want to help. Well, she said literally like, I would be zero help. I just she can't fight anything. anyway. So, so give it to Tyrion. Well, yeah. Well, they both have pieces of dragon glass. So give both to Tyrion. He can't double fist. Give both to Tyrion and then like what you do is like you just like slap him really hard across the face and he spins like a top <laughs> <laughs> and he just pinballs his way down the up, aisle just picking him up by the ankles <laughs> just so picking extra reach and then you, th- you swing him around and you throw him like a hammer at the Olympics so this is <laughs> and it's not about distance it's so about that's your Murder with Midges segment with Shafiq right there <laughs> yes that's my Murder with Midges segment we are going full fucked up here on the last game yeah Anyway, so, but yes, I do agree, Tender Moon for Tyrion and Sansa, because we all need to know, oh yeah, this Dinklage guy, he can really act. He's so good, he didn't even need to say anything. We saw all the emotions just through his cold blue piercing eyes. Talking of cold blue piercing eyes. Here we go, let's go. uh, Leading up to the final third, what I really enjoyed with this belt was just showing just how strong the Night King Mm -hmm. is. Like, he took a full-on dragon to the face and fucking smirked. He's, that's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> and he was just like, my turn, bitch. Mm. But missed because, he, he, you know, he did kind of smirk, which I felt was a little bit off-brand because he always seemed to me like the most emotionless thing in the world. Yeah, but then also when Jon Snow was like charging after, like, I've got you, motherfucker, he just turns around and goes... Yeah, he just lifts his hands right. He's like, just like, you're not yeah. worth my time. Deal with this. Yeah. I've got actual work to do. Yeesh. And uh, and then we f- get well. First, we have the Theon moment, and I would say it was a it nice was well earned considering the guy, characters for a guy who's had the worst possible time for yeah. so long. So, but yeah, I mean, I don't think he really deserves a redemption arc. But he was one of the ones who he, he did betray his elder what Eddard, not the, his uh, older he brother, right? The Starks, his sister. Yeah, everybody. Yeah. So, to the moment where he finally doesn't run and stands his I mean, ground. he did have a mini redemption like when he rescued Sansa from Ramsey. A little bit, but this is his proper redemption. And also, Bran finally says to him... You're a good man. Yeah. Yeah. When, an actual, when an actual brother says to him. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's most important to be heard from Bran because... John, does, John didn't know. He was kind of busy. <laughs> He's busy yeah. with a dragon, I believe, at the time. Dragging this franchise down. But yeah, it looks like... Ultimately, they've failed. You know, that they've done all this careful planning and yeah. none for shit. The Night King's drawing his blade, drawing his blade. There's a whisp of wind. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, you're from nowhere. Yes. With and, her uh, flying squirrel attack. Yeah, and then you think, oh no, she's caught. Blaze with true. Yes. Prison shank. And, and then everything is over. And then we have the huh we just everybody just turns off we have the opening we have a network reset all the computers go down (laughs) we have the closing of kingsman we have the closing of avengers yeah we have one of the most tropiest tropes ever where if you kill the thing everything just stops yeah like cut the head of the snake and the rest will fall kind of thing true that but server disconnects uh, yeah it makes sense within the rules that this get shows up for itself because in Hard Home in season five, mm. a White Walker dies, his thralls die. It's mm. it makes it sense. has been established, but the thing is, it's when still... you see it, and especially when it comes to such a like like such a heightened moment, and then oh okay, nick a time, you're all fine. 
It's the biggest denouement in modern yeah. like, storytelling. I was very disappointed with how they decided to wrap it up. Like, it would have been nice that maybe they happened and the other workers were like, fuck, we are out of here and they're just desperately trying to like, get yeah, out. Like, like a second fight, you know, like another ones. rematch of sorts. Yeah, like that, like yeah, the that mop-up crew kind of thing. True, uh, I mean, but that would definitely be like that was the perfect moment to like initiate the impetus for the the good guys to be like, okay, second win time, we, we took out the king. Now, like, like why was Battle of Helmsdale so satisfying? Because mm. at the end, you have the final charge, and they're just fucking wiping the floor. Or why was Battle of the Bastards so amazing? Because the second win is like, yeah. you know what? And when then, all else seemed to fail, then a knight of the veil come in, and that was. Such a satisfying yeah. cavalry charge. Bingo. Like an actual cavalry charge. Bowling with Bolton soldiers. Well, I mean, what about you, John? What are your thoughts on the way the, they the wrap it up? Wrap like, it up. I think this could be like a slap in the face for people who actually read the book. I believe both of you did, right? Because they built up the yeah. Night King, yeah. especially for the series. They built him up to be this badass. The Night King. Everything mm. with the thing his is, the Night King doesn't exist. Oh, in oh the right, books. right. Okay. He was created specifically for the show to have. Okay, so the series. Okay, for those who follow the series, they thought the Night King is going to be this badass, this force of nature. He might have a backstory, who knows? And then that kind of went, that was kind of gone in a flash as soon as Arya just stuck a little needle right there, you know? If he was, like, it kind of felt, I mean, I think the easiest way to describe it is like, that was kind of unsatisfying. It was. Especially after all that. Especially after when they started doing that really nice music, like, oh no, all hope is lost. Ah. I mean, we don't mind that the good guys won. That's not what we're complaining about. Exactly. Yeah. It's just that it was over so quickly. And okay, yeah, this show's been going on. The episode's going on for a long time. We need to like not make people piss their pants. But it would have been nice for it to been slightly longer, a bit more satisfying. Mm-hmm. Like really, like have us savor the taste of victory rather than oh, that's done. Yeah, it's this like you turn the t- fight off immediately and it's like, that's it? That's not a takeaway from a really cool moment by Aya. Like, that was yeah. great. And it justifies the two seasons she spent fucking about in the House of the Dead. No, it makes the most sense to me because she's the only one who has magical the skills. And like actual yeah. assassin training. And she's a ninja. Like, yeah, yeah, that makes the most sense. So you hear that, idiots online, she's not a Mary Sue. I don't mind no. the stabbing. I mean, I don't mind John her... Jon Snow's the, the Mary Sue. Yeah, Jon Snow is like the ultimate Mary Sue. He doesn't need to do anything and things just kind of work out. <laughs> yeah. Like, despite his better judge yep. attempts, like, he, he's the definition of failing into success. <laughs> <laughs> Dan and Daenerys. No, wait, that's fucking yeah. success. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean... I, uh, yeah, I don't mind actually Arya actually getting the final blow. It's just that maybe the stuff leading up to it could be People better. are complaining that it's Arya? People, yeah. I don't know why, why people are complaining, to be honest. It's it's great. It's either her, Daenerys, yeah. or Jon. Like, and the thing is, amongst the three of them, she makes the most sense. She makes the most sense and it's the most satisfying because no one saw that coming. Yeah. yeah literally no theory apart from one weirdo. She's the only one who's a ninja. Yeah. Why wouldn't exactly. she make the most yeah. sense? Strange. Because idiots are because they wanted the big moment to prove that John is as all high and he's going to be the chosen he one. He sent the cavalry first. He's the worst guy. <laughs> Were there even moron. generals, like proper generals in that fight? I mean, Jorah didn't even no. say a damn thing. And, like, you know what happened to him, right? Dude. One of your if you if one of your lieutenants is a ten year old girl, you really need to think about recruiting better people. Oh, for sure. <laughs> R.I.P. Think about it. Literally. Literally. Yeah. Fucking nepotism. Who's your army? It's just me and her. Yeah. R.I.P. Mormon family. Was she in charge? Yeah. She has twenty good men from yeah. Bear Isle. Twenty dead cool. good men. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. And okay, the thing with the 
Dothraki, it makes sense because the only one who could speak the language is Jorah. Sir Friendzone. Sir Friendzone. And Sir Friendzone very obviously had no control over them. They probably got their flames over like, fuck yeah, I'm doing this. And they just went ahead and did it because they are a proud race of noble warrior morons. <laughs> because you have to understand, their greatest leader of all time died from infection. From an affected nipple. Sure. No, literally an affected nipple. How did he die? Infection. And then he went on to command the ocean. Yeah, cool, cool. Yeah. Well done. It's a step up at the very least. <laughs> oh, Th- yeah. This, this is your king? <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, okay, so, I mean, there is, there's pluses, there's minuses. And, uh, yeah, I do agree that that library scene kind of went on a little bit too long. It felt like too much of a deflation. Mm-hmm. But then again, when the ending happened, oh, that's a deflation. I was literally like, oh, really? That's that's the, that's the best idea you have? Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, but, it just means that we have three more episodes to go. We don't know what's going to happen next. They're going to fight Cersei. Dragon's going to fuck her over. We have the marriage at the end and then the, uh, the epilogue and that's it. I mean, there's still room for character deaths. For yeah, yeah, like stabbings sure, or poisonings or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm still very interested to see what happens next. Like, mm. I've not lost any interest in the show. But, I mean, I also have not lost interest in the show, but they could have done so much more with this and they could have done braver things. I, I would have liked maybe a few more big names dying. So this is what I would have wanted and I was mm. hoping that they would do it because I was just pining at the screen full on. Like, if they did this, I would totally respect the show. And the Night King wins. That, that would have been, been interesting. That fucking release. Infinity War moment that is like... That would have been hard to watch. But like, that he been kills Bran. Dude, we're all fucked. And the thing is, like, here's my my plan, right? Sorry, let me write this story for you guys. Yeah. See, the thing Fuck is... Fuck David and David. Yeah, you fuckers. And George... RRR... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're all the same. <laughs> They're all... Too many R's! Anyway, R. But this is what I was hoping for. Like, the problem with this ending is because, like, okay, now the heroes are... They've been decimated, but how are we going to take on Cersei? We have dragons still! They're like... And then it's like, that is the most predictable... The obvious, boring, predictable... Like, of course. Like, of course this is what they had to do. This is what I would have wanted. Night King wins. Mm-hmm. Night King versus Cersei. He just marches for it and smashes. That would have been and a the, nice comeuppance for Cersei for yeah. trying to... For being a stuck-up bitch over. and not helping, and then like her arrogance was her downfall. Her character arc is complete. And then we could have had White Jamie kill her. Exactamundo. And like that's what I wanted for Game of Thrones, like because the problem. I mean, the thing, the, the recurring thing in Game of Thrones is basically all men must die. Like kingdoms and kings are not eternal. Nothing is set in stone. Everybody dies. Like you know, Joffrey died. This guy died. Nobody stays in power forever. Mm. Cersei was holding on to the Iron Throne from st- the episode uh, season two, no season one. Yeah, when kind yeah. One she she was in charge the whole time, and even she, the mighty Cersei, who went through all sorts of shit and fucked over so many people and her brother and her <laughs> brother again, uh, and her cousin. Yep. And another guy. And, and another then guy. here comes the very epitome, the very uh. Uh, the, the visual of just the Night King marching right into King's Landing, right up towards the Iron Throne. And just like, that is it. That is annihilation. That is the that is the force of nature you will never understand. That is the, you know, the, that's the abyss coming to get you. That is oblivion manifest, walking right towards you. 
Sorry, Cersei. You held the throne for as long as you can. Even you cannot fight the powers that be. End it like that. And it's like, yep, that is Game of Thrones. Thank you. Thank you. I like to uh, um, accept this uh, Screenwriters Guild Award on behalf of. <laughs> you wish. <laughs> I will. And then Shafiq wakes up. And then I wake up. Oh, man. It's... It was yeah. all a podcast. <laughs> I mean, here's the unfortunate truth that this episode will never have lived up to everyone's expectations. Mm-hmm. It's just absolutely impossible for it to have lived up to expectations. Yeah, I guess. Because this has been in the making for 10 years. And they need to wrap it up. Yeah. Like, this needs to be wrapped up. They made a decision and look, you can like it, hate it, whatever. It's what happened. And now we just need to see what they're going to do next. And I would have done things differently. Of course I would have. But... What would you have done differently? Uh, I would have let them win, but I would have had definitely far more deaths. Made it even more catastrophic, right? Yeah, just like... At least a main character death. Um, two main like, characters, three main characters. Yeah, I would have killed off uh, Grey are, Worm. Are we playing this game again? I would have, I would have definitely killed Grey Worm, yeah. so that way the Unsullied have no leader, so they are useless. Mm-hmm. Killed off Brienne because, no, she had a moment, and then in her moment it's all taken It, it would have been her. a nice bookend, I guess. Yeah, and... Apart from that, I don't. I don't think I would have killed off any other named characters. But I mean, I was kind of hoping for Daenerys because that would have matched my story arc. <laughs> yeah, but because even like you know, because it's like uh, you know the best laid plans. Kind of. You know what I mean? Like she did her best. She finally made it to there, and yep. Not sorry, good enough. no. Um, you, John? I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we know. <laughs> oh, well, oh I, I'm not talking about Tom sex life. <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> okay, guys, right, guys, anyway, calm I, I, down. I okay. think the ending itself what was fine. I preferred more deaths, but the way it resolved itself, I felt it was a bit cheap. But at the same time, again, I really want—I mm. I just wanted yeah, to be uh, a bit cheap. Maybe, mm. maybe the the Night King could at least he died. His army just left, and then you could have another like round two or round three happening in the next few episodes. I mean, there's only three left if I recall, right? Three episodes. Yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Let me like you know. Okay, if we were definitely gonna go with this ending, I would have preferred instead of like the prison shank, maybe a full on fencing duel between the Night King and Arya. That would have been. That would be just. Yeah. It's just like, like proper water dancing. Like, like the ending for Return of the Jedi when it's Vader and Luke, and the background is like the the battle for Endor. Yeah. So it's basically you know the metaphor here and the metaphor there. Yeah. yeah, or maybe that he thinks he's about to kill Bran and then suddenly face pull Shank. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest, I was kind of hoping for a fleshed out um, Night King backstory, like leading up to this fight or even like another fight if the army from was alive. Another realm. What he's do a you force know? of nature. Yeah. I know, I know. I like forces of he's nature as much mystery. as every other character. He's unexplainable. You know, like how they killed off Snoke in like yeah, Force. Hey, my, uh, all, all my counter that Star argument, Wars Vader was best before we had his backstory. Bingo. There was a little bit like shared, you know, Luke, I'm your yeah. father. That's all you need, yeah, more or less. That's your... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, the thing is, commander. look, what would have made Vader like ultimate badass for all time is if we didn't see him go through puberty. Yeah. We okay, did not see yes, that, not that at not all. That. I don't like sand. It's coarse and it gets everywhere. Like a little, like like little clippets, like snippets, like like how they presented Vader from Episode Four to Six. Yeah. That was enough. I mean, that a little great. bit of backstory, cool. Don't explain yeah, it. There you go. Because the thing is, it's the same as Agent Smith. What are you? I'm I'm a program. Why are you so different? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just want to be evil. Bug in the code. Yeah. 
that's just how I'm created or, and everything. And that worked let's out. Let's just that say, worked out. Dark Knight, the Joker. Where is he from? Nobody knows. What's in his pocket? Nothing but knives and lint. That's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You don't feel that for the Night King. You just feel he feels more like a plot device or just an evil for the sake work. of evil kind like, of face. We needed that because we had just enough to see where he came from. Yeah. So we know that he's very mystical in origin, and I think that's all we really need to know. I mean, like, yeah, my, my argument with that is basically when it comes to evil for the sake of evil, right? Sure, that's exactly what we need in a show where evil for the sake of jealousy, for the sake of legacy, for the sake of wealth for the sake of vengeance it's so abundant so when yeah, you have like, pure evil for the sake of it yeah it's just it's evil incarnate it, it coming it right at you more or less. terrifying for yeah. the characters because, because there is no reason to like we, you we, can't bargain with them you can't assassinate yes. them you can't divert their interests like no they are inevitable yep they it, are literally death yeah there you go the abyss walking right towards you the night king represented that to me and having him just shut off like that like oh, really you could have yeah, that's why I hated about that. You kind of yes, made it yeah. a little bit more epic since you made everything else so epic, but fine. Yeah, I mean, if uh, if they're able to follow up with a damn good episode next week, sure, everything will be forgiven. You know what? The next episode definitely right. Mm-hmm. We got all the bells out of the way. Next week, all the fucking yeah, it's, it's just it's just fuckfest Westeros. <laughs> there you go. You're alive. You're alive. I'm gonna put this in that hole. Let's go. Yes, it's gonna be a Jamie Tormund Brienne Eiffel Tower. <laughs> The visual is dazzling right no, now. No, everybody no, 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 giant, no giant nipples to suck on this time. Hey, bro. you haven't seen Brienne without her shirt on. Yes! Oh, you yeah, made good that point. joke. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I have turned this centric on. He is one of us now. That's my secret. I've always been this fucked in the head. But anyway, you know what? I've seen Maisie Williams. Kind of big too. Mm. We all remember the fappening. Proportionately. There you go. Proportion. <laughs> it's as big as her eyes. <laughs> So boys. So uh, again, uh, conclusion for this episode could have been better, it but was still all right. Great till the last five minutes. That's all I can say. It was a masterclass in tension building and just giving a sense of dread and despair with a far too convenient ending. You can do that better. Where's the essential eccentric Tom edging joke? I ain't gonna edge. <laughs> How about you, John? I don't know. Like for Game of Thrones, this felt very tropish if that's a word we can use oh yes it, it is felt like it's extremely very tropish, tropish. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah i mean i know they need to end this as soon as they can but sure it feels like it's missing that george rr R. martin twist or that george rr R. martin yeah, that, um, that little bit feeling, of yeah. like you know fuck your feelings no, no, the, yeah, <laughs> i'm gonna kill fu- this guy <laughs> yeah the stabbing yeah yeah well we might stabbing. never know because when the fuck is that book coming out once he sees all this and he does the better version and if it's my ending I'm suing <laughs> assuming hopefully he lives through life lah, you know. he lives through life yes. well anyway yeah. true good thing we have this podcast to forever document that I have the best ending for the game yeah, okay. we'll yeah, well. and all that Just get your pending, trademarks done trademark. sure we don't even use zombies anymore what is it again freakers yeah call back to like yeah. 30 minutes ago hey yeah. sure so, boys, all the hordes. Um, yeah. What are you looking forward to next episode? Uh, next episode, I want to see. Uh, it's confirmed, guys, because uh, uh, Sando survived. We're gonna have. Kligenbo! Kligenbo! <laughs> How are you, John? What do you want to see? Where's your app, Tom? The one with the funny noise horns and stuff. You mean my soundboard? Yeah, your soundboard. Yeah, you should use that. It's for... still on the spaceship. We're now on <laughs> Earth, remember? Yeah, exactly. Oh, we yeah, keep saying right, we're in right. Singapore. There's going to be a lot of Cersei talking, at least from my side. A know? lot of Cersei talking? 
Seriously talking, mm -hmm. backstabbing, plotting. Who's she gonna fucking, backstab? Maybe. Nobody's I have there no to idea who. Uh, we got the Golden Army waiting in line, so maybe there's some planning on how to like fight like these guys. We'll see, because yeah. I think what might happen is they might turn on Cersei if they see Daenerys. Because mm. in the books, they break their contract to go follow the other Targaryen, which appears out of fucking nowhere in Dance of Dragons. Yep. Uh, which work. is probably what's gonna happen. Yep. Or, you know what? If you're... If you remember that loot uh, convoy episode... Oh, that was so satisfying. So, speaking as a Lannister, uh, like a like a bannerman for the Lannister, and yeah. you, you probably sur you're one of the survivors. And, and you see you've been... Jamie on the opposite side of the field. You're like... And he brought the dragons this time. <laughs> yeah, it's like, so am I going to follow the guy who literally fought and, and almost died beside me? Or this crazy bitch? Or this bitch? <laughs> yeah. Who's a fucking a literal madman? Woman. No. Euron. Oh. No, oh, Euron, the madman. Yeah, 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 he's literally insane. I thought you were talking about Cersei. But she's insane too. They both have syphilis. <laughs> From Jamie. It's so funny if he was the cause of syphilis for Euron. I couldn't help it. <laughs> I'm a Lannister. I never forget my... Okay, anyway. Uh, and that's always pays his debts. No, like, what I want to see next episode is definitely... Get it over with. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't waste time. Like, okay, we did this battle. Have your your march across the, the the lands and let's all have everybody say that one last thing episode then the next episode big old battle cool we need, we need to hurry this shit up no more taking your time travel like you've got your teleportation circles now just fucking use them yep <laughs> and then also at the end of it all we have the wedding episode where john and uh, daenerys decide to uh, unite and then unite the kingdoms and then the ultimate red wedding yes everybody dies and then it's just Arya just like pulling her face off. And it's actually been the wave this whole time. Okay. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Let's go for that. All sure. Right. And on that fart in the bus. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck y'all. Fuck the lawyers. Uh, anyway. This has been Mr. Toffee signing out. We're signing out already? Sure. Yep. Alright, fine. This has been a central time. <laughs> <laughs> and this has been Best Ending Shafik. Sure. Uh, see you all next week when we do more.